Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Now we're going to talk about Colorado again. You know, I don't know what it is about Colorado, but they certainly have been anti-Christian in many areas and going after uh, many of our brothers and sisters on many levels. And now we're going to talk about, we're not going to talk about baking cakes and other things. Today, we're going to talk about an artist, going to talk about a web designer. And uh, by the way, her case now is going to go before the United States Supreme Court. As always, we are so, so thankful and pray for Alliance Defending Freedom. And today they are representing uh, this case and it's an important case. Jack Warner is joining us, legal counsel for ADF, uh, Jake. And with that, uh, Mr. Warner, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Thanks for having me on the show today. Jake, I'm sorry. I got a million things we're, we're kind of covering right now, so please forgive me. Uh, honored to have you with us this afternoon. So tell me in, a, in just a uh, non-lawyer first question, what is up with the state of Colorado? What is up in the fact that whenever we're dealing with these things, it's them, Oregon, or Washington State? What's up there? (laughs) Well, I think what we've seen around the country in Colorado and elsewhere is activists and government officials are weaponizing our legal system to punish people that they disagree with. We certainly saw that in the case of Jack Phillips. Colorado prosecuted him all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, and he's been sued two more times since then as he continues to face (laughs) harassment. Um, but ADF also represents Lori Smith. She is a website designer. She owns 303 Creative. And when she looked around at what was happening in her state, she saw exactly how Jack Phillips was being prosecuted. And, um, and she was wondering, well, I wonder if the state could come after me if I wanted to enter the wedding industry. Um, so instead of uh, risking fines and, and other kinds of punishment, what she did was she uh, sued Colorado on the front end to find out her constitutional rights. Um, she wants to enter the wedding industry. She wants to create custom websites celebrating God's design for marriage between a man and a woman. But if she does, what we know is Colorado would punish her if she did not create custom websites celebrating different views of marriage that violate her religious beliefs. And uh, last summer, we know the Tenth Circuit ruled against Lori. Um, it said that Colorado could force her to create content that goes against her uh, religious beliefs. And um, that's a very dangerous precedent that the Tenth Circuit set. So ADF appealed that case up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And just within the last week, the Supreme Court decided to hear Lori's case, and we expect it to, to be heard later this fall. Now, this is uh, very, very interesting, uh, Jake Warner, because as I understand this, this was sort of a preemptive action on her part, having, um, quite frankly, seen the trailblazing by uh, some of the other folks you just talked about in in pioneering just the freedom to conduct their businesses. Uh, Tell us in what ways this is similar or dissimilar to the representation uh, and the facts that you put forth in the uh, Baker's case. Well, sure. Pre-enforcement challenges are a hallmark of civil rights litigation 
in our country. You know, our country says you don't have to be sitting in jail or facing other kinds of punishment before you find out your rights, and and that's why we filed a pre-enforcement challenge on behalf of Lori. Um, like I mentioned earlier, she looked around, she saw how her state came after Jack Phillips. You remember back almost 10 years ago now, uh, Jack declined to create a custom cake celebrating uh, a same-sex wedding, and his state prosecuted him all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And in that case, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of Jack on free exercise grounds. The free exercise violation was so clear, uh, the Supreme Court didn't even need to reach the free speech question, which is exactly at play in Lori's case. The unresolved question in Jack's case is now the question that the U.S. Supreme Court will consider head-on in Lori's case later this fall. If you're just joining us, I want to give you this website, www.adflegal.org. That's www.adflegal.org, and I hope that is one of your favorites. I always remind you because uh, they and a handful of other just absolutely – Blessed organizations are on the front lines fighting these battles. And, um, and of course, we're talking this afternoon with Jake Warner, legal counsel for ADF. You know, when we look at the wokeness that is happening today and we look at certain states that are on the front lines for these type of issues, and now we're going to be replacing probably Uh, One of the uh, liberals, and maybe not as far left as some of the other liberals that serve, but uh, we're going to be doing a swapping out. Uh, How important is it that even in areas like this, when free speech and, and the fact that if you have a religious belief, there are others in this country that wants to silence you, how important, especially as we're looking at a country that overnight have have been forced by a bully to have no rights whatsoever. And they may have to put their lives on the line to even preserve the country that they had. Uh, Shouldn't this tell a lot of folks that haven't paid attention to these type of issues to pay attention now? Because freedom isn't free, is it? It's certainly not free, and it's critical that we have judges on the court that interpret the Constitution as written. And and we certainly hope if Judge Jackson is confirmed that she will interpret the Constitution uh, faithfully as written. Um, In Lori's case, the issue is critical, we believe, for for all Americans. Her case asks the question, can the government force artists to express messages that go against their deeply held beliefs? And at ADF, we believe this principle is important for everyone. For example, we don't think government should force website designers who identify as LGBT to create custom websites celebrating views of marriage that go against their beliefs. So Lori is really fighting for the right of all Americans to live consistently with their deepest beliefs, and we're very hopeful that the U.S. Supreme Court is going to affirm the freedom of all artists uh, later next year when they finally decide this case. To me, it's like, Government-sponsored propaganda, because as we know right now, as we're seeing, we're we're, we're able to be reminded, and I keep going back to the Russian example because that has so many people glued to uh, their televisions and their phones because of uh, this massive buildup and and what's going to happen even the next few hours or a few days. But, you know, as we get reports out of Russia – 
If you were just listening to the state media, you would have no idea about the truth or what was happening in Russia. And so it seems to me that when a government can come down and they can play uh, referee on what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say, what you're able to create, what you're not going to create because it violates your religious uh, values, uh, to me, that's a cousin to just pure propaganda in, in the rawest form. What do you think? Well, free speech certainly is a fundamental right here in America. It's a precious freedom that we get to enjoy that not every uh, country in the world offers their people. And I think Lori's case really highlights uh, the issue is that the government can't play favorites when it comes to speech. The government can't force anyone to express a message, whether it's government approved or not, that goes against the, the person's beliefs. And like I said before, this principle protects not only Lori, who uh, has uh, her Christian views about marriage and other, other issues, it protects artists everywhere, no matter their viewpoint on life's biggest issues. So presuming, and I know you don't like to do that probably as an attorney, but presuming you go and you yourself, because uh, you are qualified to argue before the Supreme Court, you go before the U.S. Supreme Court, and they rule in Lori Smith's favor. Now, we know pretty much uh, because of your explanation how this will benefit her moving forward, but how about people that are just listening today? They have their businesses and, uh, you know, on certain days and in certain parts of town, you can go where the LGBTQ community has decided to kind of live in that same region, kind of just like you have, uh, you know, you have Chinatown in New York, you've got Little Italy. And when you go there, uh, you'll see a bunch of shops and they'll have the, the altered rainbow flag uh, from the rainbow colors of Scripture uh, sort of, hey, shop here, we are LGBTQ friendly. But on the other hand, you know, what if you put a cross in your window or something like that? This we got a couple minutes. What are the implications here for the rest of us should this, should this particular uh, lawsuit go in, uh, in the favor of a Christian worldview? It's hard to understate the importance of this case. A win for Lori at the Supreme Court would be a win for every speaker who is listening on your radio show today. If you're a creative professional, if you're an artist, someone who deals with uh, words, with photographs, with film, with paintings, all forms of speech, if Lori wins at the U.S. Supreme Court and we're optimistic that she will based on how many courts are starting to decide this issue, it's going to protect the freedom of everyone. And it doesn't matter what your view is on life's biggest issues, on marriage, on gender, or anything else. A win for Lori protects freedom for all Americans, and that's a good thing because the government shouldn't force anyone to express messages that go against their fundamental beliefs. And we got one minute, 30 seconds if you can, uh, Jake. And so what if this went before a court that would find against this in the supreme law of the land? How devastating would this be if this was legal in America? Well, if Lori's decision goes the wrong way, and I certainly do not think that will be no, the case. I don't either. But if it, if it did, then the government would have the power to force ordinary people to speak any message that it wants to. 
um, particularly people who are engaged in business, creative professionals, artists, people who get paid for speaking. And that's a country that is not free when it comes to speech, and that's not good for anyone. That's it. Hey, folks, go to the website, adflegal.org, adflegal.org. You can look about this particular case with uh, uh, Lori Smith. Uh, Jack Warner, thank you so much. Legal counsel for ADF, thank you for being with us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.